Welcome to the Imagine Place podcast. I'm your host, Doug Shapiro, and I'm searching for voices that can help inspire a more creative and courageous youth. Yahir Sarmiento is Cushman Wakefield's Senior Managing Director for Latin America. Today, Yahir shares philosophies around building successful teams and how the soul of a team will evolve. Yes, the soul of a team. It's a way of thinking about teams that I've really never considered before. We also discuss the importance of soft skills and how they can make or break your success. Yahir speaks from the heart. And he dips into his life experiences and the wisdom of his mentors to pass on some excellent advice. Yeah, here, I I wanted you on this podcast for your leadership. And that comes in a lot of forms. It comes in the processes that you set up, uh, the teams that you build and how you interact with others. And that's what I was really hoping to get into today. Um, So Building teams is a huge part of leadership, and that's something that I'd love to get in with you. So do you have any philosophies around building teams? Is there something that you do every time when you're thinking about team building? Yeah, uh, for sure. The the first concept that I want to share with you is that uh, each team has their own, um, own soul. Mm. So, uh, for example, if we are a team between two people, the soul is different at the moment that we receive a new uh, collaborator. And if we receive 10 more, the soul of the team will change. So the first thing that we need to think at at the moment that we are looking for a new uh, collaborator is to try to see if that person could be part of the current soul that the team has. So in that way, um, you need to identify or yeah, to identify if that person has the same or similar soul than the rest of the team. And you need to be aware that person by person, the soul of the team will change. That is the first, mm. the first uh, thing. The second thing is that for me, other the second philosophy I can tell you that is try to hire people that are open to receive a training. So I don't like so much to hire a very high profiles uh, with a certain uh, experience, for example, 20 years of experience or, or something like that. Because obviously that person will have uh, their own way of thinking. Mm. So the idea is to try to modify, to adapt, to be open to receive a training in order to to have a more uh, successful way to be integrated to the new team. That is the other thing. The the third philosophy that I can tell you, and it is the last one, is uh, the soft skills. Hmm. Um, the, the, the hard skills are important, yes, but are, are easier to be modified. And, uh, and the soft skills are so difficult to be changed, so difficult. The, the way that you are 
is the way that you are. Right. Period. Right. So, so um, you need to think, or you need to 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 identify at the moment that you are in the middle of an interview if that person uh, could be able to to have the same soft skills, not the the most important soft skills. And and I think that that is um, the three most important philosophies in order to to be successful or to try to to reduce no the risk uh, uh, of any fail. You know, I I love I love all of those. I especially love your first concept around the soul of a team for many reasons. I love the words that you picked, but I also love this idea that. The team isn't static. When someone joins the team, the nature of that team then changes. You want that person to bring themselves into that team. I love that. I don't think we talk about that enough. I'm, I'm curious. You pick the word soul. What, what do you think are the ingredients of soul when it comes to a team? Um, I think that it could be the motivation mm. to to create or to do something that is not only the salary. No, I think that the most important part of the soul is that that you need to to follow up something different as uh, your your most important priority than than the salary. No, the salary it's important for sure. And it will be the second priority, but the main priority needs to be that you want to to improve yourself, that you want to do something different, to ju- that you want to contribute with the same effort. No, in, in the environment that we are working, that is the real estate, it's, um, for example, in in order to to be part of a successful project. At the moment that you are uh, walking down the street. You could see your um, your participation in that project, and you say, "Okay, one of the reasons that that project uh, was uh, successful is because I was participating there." So, uh, mm. I think that is the most important uh, part. I think of the soul that I am looking for. So, these these ideas, these philosophies, I have to wonder. Are these coming from life experiences? Are they coming from books and theory? Did a mentor teach you this? How did you land here? I think uh, all of them, uh, all of them, because the the humans, we are a section of everything, a part of everything. So uh, mentoring is important. No, uh, I I remember very well when... uh, one experience that we have uh, many, many years ago with one person, and she is great. It's fantastic. It's an an, an impressive professional. However, her soft skills, talking about uh, she doesn't, or she didn't want to coach her, her team. He didn't want to to be human, to try to understand to try to make a, a, a team at the moment that uh, we are uh, managing a project or we were managing a project. So 
with that person and specifically I remember very well that she was asking me in that moment that she wa she want she wanted to improve and to have a, a better position. And I spoke with her uh, and I told her I I'm so sorry, but uh, you need to improve those uh, those those skills, soft skills, because if not uh, the impact that you will create in in the team will be negative, because uh, you will be successful, but the rest of the team will feel uh, without the motivation. So that is a uh, that is um, something really very 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 bad for the team. I think that basically in order to do anything that you want to do in your life. Perhaps 80% comes from the experience, the the knowledge, the hard skills, but the last 20% comes from motivation. If you mm. are involved, if you want to do, if you are committed, you will do. If not, you will fail. I That is my point of view. Yeah, I think... When you combine that motivation with good intention, it's really, that's when you find those special people or those special teams. Um, the, is there a the, team the, the you word, can think of? The, the word that you yeah, said go ahead. Is, is fantastic. Good intention. This is so other part of the soul that I told you. Because... Uh, that is that at the moment that I had identified somebody that is taking decisions uh, with not the good intention, good good intention enough. In that moment, I understand that that person is not is not part of this team, is not part of the soul, because um, as as any people, you can be angry, you can be. Um, you can be uh, in a bad moment because we are humans, but you need to wait for tomorrow or perhaps two days. At the moment that your emotion is it's in, in the right way in order to take a decision. One of the things that I always, uh, that I always uh, say to everybody is, if you feel so happy, so sad, so angry, so whatever, you need to wait to take the mm. decision tomorrow or perhaps two days later, but not exactly in that moment because your decision, you have a major risk to fail because you are not in your right level of emotion. Yeah, yeah, I can absolutely see it in, per in your personal life too no different than your professional life. That's great advice. I heard, um, I heard a quote recently and I want to know where, where you're at in your work life. And as a leader, as a, as a, a top level executive, the quote was this CEOs have 15 minutes a day to actually do deep thinking. And the the subject we were exploring was the difference between shallow work and deep work and how we don't do enough uh we don't do enough deep work at at work especially leaders 
How, how about you? Are you are you able to find time to do deep thinking or have meaningful conversations, or is it just one thing to the next? What's your day like, and where do you where do you find yourself in that equation? It's a an in, interesting question um, because I think that one of the most important uh, problems is when the one CEO or director or whatever, it's only thinking in the in the things that are happening that day, no? Trying to manage only the thing that is happening now. So um another important concept about your question is that those deep things are usually for the future. Are not exactly for something that is happening in, in that specific moment. Because and one of the most important responsibilities is to try to define what will be the way, what will be the path. So uh, you need to think for next steps. And uh, it's uh, the balance needs to, to have an important portion, uh, an important percentage of your time on that. So answer your question. I think that basically, believe me, 50%, 50% of your time needs to be assigned for those uh, deep um, decisions or deep um, situations that you need to, to analyze and uh, you need to find the time because your emotion, your personal situation needs to be uh, in the in the good way. And and oh. finally, the the last recommendation is to sleep, to sleep well, <laughs> because in that moment you will have you ha- you will have a, a good day and next day. If if you uh, sacrifice your your sleeping time, the possibility is that your next day will be uh, no so good. will increase (laughs) yeah yeah i i love the advice around sleep i agree it's an investment in your next day i i heard a quote uh drinking is like borrowing happiness from tomorrow (laughs) and i always thought that was (laughs) funny 100 100 100 and it's like uh it's like sleeping is like adding happiness to tomorrow we can just change Mm -hmm. that quote around uh, I've loved kind of getting in touch with these leadership concepts that you have. Um, there's a there's a question I'd love to get into, and it's a question I ask just about every guest, and it's about advice, about the best advice that you love to give, or the best advice maybe that you've received in your lifetime. Is there something that stands out to you there? Yes, when when I I told you that uh, you need to be patient in order to take decisions uh, it it was the the most important advice that i received because i remember very well that one day i i arrived uh, with my boss i am talking about perhaps uh, 20 20 years ago uh, i i arrived with my boss and i told him i'm so angry because uh, the, the client is doing this and it's not it's not the right the right way. He's telling that, and it's he's lying. He's lying. Imagine. And I was I was 
say, I, I, in that moment, I told everything to my boss. And he was very patient. He, the first thing that he did is to hear me. Mm. When I finished, he, he told me, okay, how's the way that you feel? You are so angry. Yes, yes, yes. I, I started with the same thing. And he told me, okay, uh, I will give you an order. Okay, it's an instruction. No way to do something different, my friend. In this moment, you will go to your computer and you will write everything that you want to say to the client. Everything. But the instruction is that you won't push enter. Okay? You won't send the message. You will wait until tomorrow. The second instruction is that you will go to your home. You will be very particip participative with your, your family, with your wife, with your mm. sons. You will speak about everything, not about the, the work. Then you need to sleep really very well. Very well, okay? Then have a fantastic breakfast. Then you will go to your computer <laughs> you will read the email, and if you feel the same thing than today, you will press the enter, and everything is ready. If you don't feel comfortable with that uh, email, you can change, and then send it. Okay. <laughs> I did exactly everything that he told me. At the moment that I read the email, I said, oh, my gosh, <laughs> that, that is how can I can I wrote this? It is not feasible to, to, to right. say something to, to the client. So in that moment, I changed the email and then I sent an email. Yes, but in a very right way, in a very polite way. So. That is the most important advice that I receive because I am very emotional. And the same thing now is the most important uh, advice that I can give you to everybody. Mm. That was the most important learning that I received in my life. But because I, I, I can tell you that it's not only for your professional life. It's the same thing for your personal life. The same thing. Yeah. You need to wait. You need to wait uh, a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it's great advice. I mean, just just think of how many careers and lives have been ruined because somebody hit tweet, you know, on Twitter just yes. five minutes too soon. I mean, and it's exactly. happened to hundreds of people and they've ruined their lives just because yes. they couldn't wait a day. You know, yes, it's it's yes, crazy. And, and now and now I can add this advice with the social media, because uh, now basically and um, mostly for young people, they want to share everything that is happening in their lives. Oh, just slow down, okay? You want to share? Share tomorrow, my friend. Just think if you want to share. Period. Then. Tomorrow you will say, okay, yes. No, I don't want to share this because it's not important. Okay, fantastic. But 
give the, the, the enough time to think. I know. And you know what? I, I What's interesting is that those it's not like those feelings that you had when you were angry and you're writing. I mean, those are human feelings. Those are human emotions. And it's totally okay to have those. And it's normal to have those. I think the the trouble is people don't give you grace when you do. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the unfortunate part is you're, you're not given grace. Exactly. And it's like, you know, we, if we all gave each other more grace, then we could make more mistakes, you know, but it's unfortunate. We're just not, we're not given that, that opportunity to fail. So you, you have to be patient. Yes. Yes. And, 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 as I told at the beginning of this conversation, it's not only when you are angry. It's uh, it's when you are so happy. Mm. It's when you are so sad. It's when you are so nervous. It's when you are so st- stressed. Uh, it's when you are sad. It's when you are hmm. any emotion. It's not only when you are angry. Uh, is when you are very energetic. Is when you are very sleepy. So in any any when you are out of the of the right level in that moment, you need to wait. You need to wait. Yeah, yeah. that's such a good point. Is it's not easy to just say? being upset. Yeah. Yes. It's I easy to it. say, but difficult to do. <laughs> sure. 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 Well, I love it. Uh, yeah, here you are awesome. I love how you spoke from the heart today, and you, you know, you shared you shared what you're thinking about, and it was it was very relevant, very timely. So, thank you, Yahir. Thank you. Thank you to you. For more design stories, visit us at ofs.com/imagineaplace. From OFS, I'm Doug Shapiro. Thanks for listening.